Thanks for joining us on Sandful Radio, Zach Milbank here and with me today is a 100 gamer in the Host Plus Sandful League, it is Woodville West Highlands Premiership Utility, Jimmy Tumpus. Jimmy, congratulations, I guess it was uh, a bit of a false start a fortnight or so ago but you're going to get there in the end. Uh, thank you Zach, um, yeah it was a, a bit of a false start, um, with a, a picked up a calf injury midweek leading into the hundredth game, but yeah, lucky enough to get there this week, which will be a really exciting moment. I heard a whisper that uh, it might have been caused by Joey Sino because he didn't want to share the milestone <laughs> with you. I think that was my my whisper. I didn't want to share it with him. He's a hard person. He's a hard person to compare to. Being the absolute heart of our footy club, so I thought I'd give him. Uh, his own weekend, and I'd selfishly take my own. <laughs> Very good. Uh, but it's a massive game for you to return for in the context of the season, not just for you, but your opponents in Glenelg, uh, obviously taking on uh, the Bays at ACH Group Stadium on Saturday in Round 15. Yeah, it is. It is. They're travelling uh, not too great over the last couple of weeks, Glenelg, and no doubt they'll be... Yeah, coming out uh, with all guns blazing, and particularly being um, a grand final rematch once again yeah. from last year. So, yeah, in the context of the season, it's, it's a really critical game, and we know that, and, and we'll have to be at our best to beat them. How is your calf tracking? Yeah, really good, really yeah. good. Um, some people call it an old man's injury. <laughs> um, I think it's been a bit of a build-up over uh, the last six months with a with a severe corky and then having some Achilles surgery. So, okay. um, yeah, I've done a fair bit of work over the last few weeks in terms of getting some strength back, and I actually feel really, really strong and, and moving across the ground really well over the last couple of weeks, so I'm quite confident. Excellent. That's what you want to hear with a soft tissue injury. That is for sure, because I reckon half the battle of that is uh, mental as much as physical, isn't it? It can be, yeah. It plays on your mind a little bit, but I think I'm hmm. yeah, well, it's really over that now, so uh, looking forward to getting out there on Saturday. We'll wind back the clock now. Um, junior footy, you started uh, at Lockleys and also Flinders Park. Uh, tell us about your memories of how it all began for you. Yeah, I, I remember playing uh, under eight when I was about six years old at Lockleys Footy Club and my brother was uh, a couple of years older than me, so he was my protector back then. <laughs> I was quite small, small for my age. So, um, yeah, some really amazing memories at Lockleys and then moved over to Flinders Park where I actually had some really good success uh, at under 14, under 16 level, winning some grand finals, um, mm. playing with the likes of, of Cam Ellis Yeoman, who I'm... Um, Back playing with now, which has come full circle. So yeah. uh, we had some really strong teams. Um, Matt McDonough, who, who played at oh, Overlaid yeah. and was on Richmond's list for a little while, he was part of that that squad as well. So was really fortunate enough to play for yeah two really amazing Western Suburb clubs in I think it was the Metro West League back yep. then. Uh, that's what it was called. So yeah, yeah really um, honed my craft there and, and developed and, and had some really fond memories from from both footy clubs. And what are your memories when you first walked in the door at Oval Avenue as a junior? Oh, I reckon that was under 14s, I believe. Uh, I, I, I just remember, I think, I think Ronnie Fuller was, was coaching then. Uh-huh. So I, I remember he had a, a big aura about him and, and you know, <laughs> seeing the senior players floating in, um, doing their training in gym. I just remember being in awe of those boys and how big they were and how combative they were at training and then you know watching them play but from a, 
a junior standpoint, it was mm. just another opportunity to, to enjoy your footy and, and, and prove your case. I was by no means a standout at that point. Um, I was just sort of one of those folks that played the role and was lucky enough to get a game. And uh, mm. um, I think it was up until about 18s where I sort of started coming into draft calculations. But yep. yeah, it was more about just enjoyment and playing with my mates at that point. Where did things start to really heat up for you, I guess, and you sort of started to think, yeah, geez, I think I can make a bit of a fist of this and potentially get drafted? Yeah, it's an interesting question. I missed out on the 16 state football, and at that point in time, that's the be-all and end-all mm. as a 16-year-old. All you want to do is play state footy, and all my mates were, were made in the squad, you know, Matt McDonough, Joey Sinor, mm. um uh, Oliver Johnson or blokes like that who I was playing school footy with were all making this state team and I wasn't and, and that was really the, the turning point for me where I thought well what's my point of difference and, and I made it my work ethic and work rate so I built up my fitness base over a pre-season from 16s to a bottom age 18 and, mm-hmm. and ended up playing state football as a bottom age 18 um, and that's where I thought yeah this is a possibility of potentially getting drafted and then went mm. on to captain captain my state in as a top age and that was probably yeah the moment where I thought yeah I'm, I'm a good chance here and yeah. throughout that year I mean I was sort of touted as a top 10 pick and ended up going pick four so um, yeah it was a pretty significant turn of events from yeah not making the state team in 16 so captain yeah. it two years later and then before you got snapped up by Melbourne at pick four, uh, you experienced some league premiership success with the Eagles in 2011. It was an amazing game. Yeah, it certainly was. Um, yeah, a one-point win to... Uh, was it one-point? I think it was a four-point win to yeah, Central's. Yeah. Um, uh, Lee Spur, I was actually on Lee Spur in the last you know, 20 seconds of that game and, and there was a stoppage in the forward line and he actually stole it from the ruck and, and kicked a point thank goodness and, and I remember watching the replay and no one actually noticed that I was on him so it could have been <laughs> all doom and gloom there he had, oh, yeah. he had about 15 touches in the last quarter and absolutely dominated and always took the game away from us but yeah that, that game in particular was an amazing experience I think uh, I've said it in the past I was probably a little bit naive to Sam footy at that point I thought it just all happened again and probably didn't appreciate mm. how significant and how difficult those games are actually to win so yeah. looking back now it, it was surreal and oh, I can't believe I experienced that much fifth league game of football yeah it's pretty incredible isn't it and uh, yeah I guess that makes your love for the club that little bit more stronger that it happened all of that time ago and uh, here you are playing your 100th game on the weekend yeah, yeah absolutely I think I just I guess I was fortunate enough to play with you know Luke Power, Justin Ciclella, Mark McKenzie, Luke J. Blokes, who absolutely bleed for the jumper. Mm. And I got to have a small taste of that early, and it gave me an appreciation of what the club means to a lot of people. Um, so, yeah, coming full circle now, I think uh, hopefully I can be one of those blokes that um, shows the young guys how much the footy club means and how difficult Sample football is because yeah. at the time I had, I guess, bigger dreams to make the the AFL system and, and now you sort of come back and you understand how difficult sound football is. Mm-hmm. When you say difficult, uh, is part of that difficulty uh, just the juggling act of uh, combining your professional life outside of footy with on-field as well? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, there's no doubt the standard of football is, is uh, very high, um, mm. so that's definitely one aspect to it. But, uh, yeah, I was definitely referring to, you know, blokes 
particularly in pre-season, blokes go, you know, 7 o'clock till 4 o'clock on the tools for some, for most most cases, and then come and run a 12, 13K session. And, and that's certainly not easy um, yeah. on your body and mentally as well. And then there's so many different other aspects in terms of the political side within a club in terms of, you know, blokes like myself who just want to win flags. There's other kids who want to get drafted. There's other ones that just want to get a game. So there's yeah. so many things to juggle from a coaching perspective as well. That makes it a lot harder. So, mm. yeah, Sheffield footy in itself is a, an amazing culture and a, an amazing league, but has its challenges as well. Yeah. Um, no doubt uh, would have been uh, really satisfying for you to play in the back-to-back flags 2020 and 2021, uh, given, I guess, after, that sort of came after um, some really challenging times for you on AFL lists and some enjoyable times as well. But um, uh, there's a lot of high pressure at that level, isn't there? Yeah, at AFL level, absolutely. Um, uh, again, I probably went into the system really naive thinking it all sort of happened for me and it certainly didn't. Um, and to come out of that with a six-year career and 30-odd games, I'm, I'm certainly proud of it. Um, I, I wish he'd gone different, a different route, but that's okay. Like I'm completely content with that and have no regrets. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, the 2020 flag and 2021 was as sweet as they come. Um, and, obviously, we have an ambition to do that again. But hmm. those two in itself were pretty amazing and, and I couldn't be more proud to be part of those two teams. Um, yeah, you look at some of the names we have in the, those and um, we sort of, I guess, got lucky with some of the some of the talent we had, but to be led by Sheeds was, um, yeah, pretty amazing. Uh, you've played in three, obviously. We chatted about 2011 as well. Can you put one yes. ahead of the others or is <laughs> that you enjoy like a, like a favourite child or so to speak? <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it is really difficult to assess that and it's probably something I'll reflect post-career I mean yeah. in, in hindsight now I think that 2011 one I, I was certainly I definitely didn't appreciate that one that one as much as the 2021 uh, mm. probably after everything I'd gone through in my football career I'm, I'm super privileged and, and lucky but it was definitely a, a challenge in itself so I think that 2021 2021 was oh, just a bit of a relief really to get some success back in football um, yep. yeah I went through a period of time where I didn't really enjoy it too much so mm. to get that back and, and I guess release the shackles was um, very satisfying yeah indeed and uh, uh off the field, uh, tell us about uh, what you're getting up to. I guess um, a lot of those challenges we speak of earlier in your AFL career in particular, you're able to um, use them in a positive manner with uh, by working with uh, South Australia's AFL-listed players. Yeah, spot on, Zach. Um, I'm the AFL PA Regional Manager uh, based here in South Australia, working with um, all current players, both male and female, and then all past players based here. In SA, and like yours, I'm, I'm fortunate enough in a sense to see the absolute highs of AFL football and, and yeah, the, the lowest lows as well. Um, so I can use those experiences to support players both coming into the system during it, post-career as they transition out as well. And that's probably the biggest one where I focus a lot of attention on is helping players throughout their career and then once they transition, um, as we know, it's quite topical over the last few months. Um, mm. So it's, it's a really big focus of mine and something I, I really take seriously, but on the conversely, I, I really enjoy it. It's really satisfying as well, helping suppliers and seeing succeed post-football. Yeah. Do you feel your communication skills really suit the role as well? Like you're such a bubbly, vibrant person who doesn't mind a chat? 
appreciate that, Zach. Thank you. <laughs> um, no, I think, yeah, I think that's definitely a strength. I have um, just being personable with a lot of players. I mean, it's all good and well getting degrees and, and being completely across um, mm. everything from a clinical sense, but if you can't actually put it in practice and communicate with, with these players, because as we know, AFL players are really unique and they have a lot of differences compared to the general public um, and they get treated differently as well for whatever reason. So, um, yeah, their, their needs and requirements and, and things you need to service them with are different and it, it is good having those experiences. But, yeah, being able to communicate with them is a positive and something I draw back to a lot. Most definitely you would. Um Obviously, the Tigers on Saturday is what's foremost in your mind, but um, what's left to strive for for Jimmy Tumpus? We've talked about three flags for Woodville West Torrens and possibly a fourth this year if you can, uh, you guys can bring your A game for the rest of this season. But um, after that, um, you've still, I would have liked to thought that uh, you've got a couple of good years of footy left in you. Oh, I've got absolutely no um, end point in time in sight I want to continue mm. playing football as long as I can and as long as my body um, helps me it's funny I had a conversation with a past player this morning about that and he asked me the same question and I'm extremely motivated to not only get the best out of myself but the best out of us as a, as a team and mm-hmm. um, yeah I'm maybe I'm selfish but I think it's just a footballist point like three flags is probably not, not enough for me I want to <laughs> I want to keep I, I want to keep going and I know um the footy club led by Powley and Sheeds want to keep going as well and, and continue that success. So, yeah, it's easier to sort of settle on those three. And, and mm. don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm very appreciative of those three, but I'm, I'm selfish in the sense that I want to keep winning more. And I've got this um, side bet with Jace Bode who doesn't want me to win anymore because at the moment we're, we're, we're equal. So yeah. that's sort of a, a motivating factor as well. <laughs> uh, try and get one more flag than him. And of course, um, Bodie, uh, for the listeners' benefit, um, he was in the same chair as you yeah. previously, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. He was a big factor in actually helping me get the role. Um, but as well as that, I guess being motivated to actually apply for the role, Jace helped hmm. me um, transition out of Port when I got delisted there. So he was. Yep. He's been a, a really big mentor for me throughout the last three or four years, and and um, yeah, loving a bit, but. On the, on the conversely side, hate him as well. We know, we know he's a competitive <laughs> bugger, don't we? So, yeah. <laughs> we do, we do. He rubs some people the wrong way, Jase, but he's good man. <laughs> very good, Jimmy. Thank you very much for your time on Sample Radio today. We do appreciate that and wishing you all the best for game number 100 in the Host Plus Sample League. It's been quite a journey and uh, good to hear it's by no means near finished yet. Appreciate that, Zach. Thank you.